Welcome everyone to the Maverick Mesmer Management LLC Music Media Podcast. We're here talking with musicians and a variety of different topics for the Quincy, Illinois community. Thanks for joining us today. This one's called Things Are Getting Strange. Welcome, everybody, to uh, this great uh, evening podcast, and um, we have a special guest here with us. It's Nick Dittmeyer from the um, Nick Dittmeyer and the Sawdusters. Welcome, and thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. So, uh, you actually are headed to Quincy Tri-States area for a show on Saturday, but um, I'm a little interested in just a few things musically about you. Are you like a, original music you're bringing to us, or um, what? what is your background? Where are you from? Can you talk a little bit about like that sort of stuff? Yeah, we're, uh, we're from southern Indiana near Louisville, uh, Kentucky. Um, and we put a new record out uh, last summer called Heavy Denim, and we're touring in support of that album uh, through the Midwest. Awesome, awesome. Have you just like stayed in the Midwest, or have you like gone like all over, or planned to, or look to take it elsewhere? Uh, well, yeah, all over the United States. Yeah, um, we you know we tour nationally. Um, and then we have a European tour coming up um, in April. Uh, to yeah, I, th- I actually hit. I actually saw that, so that's where that question came from because I was yeah wondering mm-hmm. like that's really interesting to me. Just I mean I mean, do you already have a following over there, or how did you, how did that play out? Like yeah, uh, this will be my this will be my fourth tour over there. Um, so uh, I started doing it in 2017. We were invited to go over there, and uh, we've just kind of kept it in our touring regimen ever since. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I mean, and that's, I mean, to me, I mean, there's Americans that like American music, and I have some friends from other countries, and to me, there's, there's like, they have a sometimes almost, I mean, I, I don't want to say this because, like, you know, 
there's a debate on where rock and roll came from and where the guitar came from and all that stuff but like there's there's almost like sometimes like a bigger love or appreciation of of just like stylized and songwriting music and like i mean you know just kind of musicians and the the following just the appreciation i guess i mean overall i mean do you feel that when you go go over there or what do you feel yeah for sure absolutely there's a different kind of appreciation for uh music um especially the type of music that we make uh that keeps uh it makes sense for us to keep going over there yeah i mean and that's i mean really i was gonna say like what would you what would you call your style? I mean, I've I've listened to some songs that are very upbeat, very tempo, very very in the in the moment. I would call them like with the with the rock kind of style. But then there's other ones that kind of. I mean, you're playing this show with a Tom Petty band, and there's some that are very folky and I don't know, kind of pull from that dynamic. I mean, you know, what is your? I guess my question is like, kind of like, what is your inspirations when it comes to like creating that? Um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we have our our influences and stuff, and uh, I mean, we usually just kind of categorize ourselves as roots rock, basically. You know, and that's how we kind of, you know, as far as the Tom Petty show and stuff like that, that you know, we were uh, invited to for you know for a slot on it. Gotcha, gotcha. And so, um, do you like like showcase shows, concert shows, like just anything and everything, or or like where did where did music start for you, or like where what did just the lo- like the love and the drive of it come from? Like did did it come from just like bigger shows or doing different things like that? Or I mean, you tour a lot and you got a lot of shows now. I mean, it had to start somewhere. So I'm just curious of what where that where where you were brought from and to um yeah i mean i've just been playing you know playing guitar a long time and um uh just kept trying to develop my songwriting and then just kind of make this space you know geographically we're playing uh, a little larger um you know it's it's just been kind of a string i've pulled and and just to, to watch where it goes you know i don't yeah, I don't have a big master plan as far as, as as all those things go, but you know, just releasing the records, writing songs, and uh, just trying to get those songs in front of people. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, I mean, I I produce things and produce shows, keep events going in our area, help promote and network things, and you never, you're you're right, like you never know where something's going to take you, where some relationship's going to take you, what some connection's gonna take you but like i think holistically i mean you just gotta keep keep like riding it out like like it's kind of i mean i'm kind of interested in like your like just your songwriting method like do you do you just create something or do you just like kind of ride ride out a song in a rhythm and see see where it takes you like you're talking about kind of where where this whole whole life has took you yeah i mean the the songs they take time to develop i usually try to write around like a chorus figure or a hook um but i mean i i write generally pretty fast i feel like it you know it's kind of got to write itself um type thing and 
I mean, I, I don't know. Like, if it feels like too much work, I'll definitely walk away from it uh, and come back to it. So it has to be more of a, a organic kind of just flow out of you feel for it to feel like, oh, this is a... I mean, like you said, it has to have that catchy chorus, but which all of your songs that I've listened to really do. But um, if if it just doesn't feel or have that organic feel for you, then then you're just going to say, oh, well, we might have to come back to this is kind of what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, for for you, you were talking about like, you know, um, inspirations and stuff like that that you pull from. I mean, is there something like when you were growing up or where where did it start? Um, you know, I, I ask all the artists that I talk to on here um, kind of like what what either started you or what was your journey or what is that inspiration for you that you fall back or said said hey i'm gonna i'm gonna write my own songs tell a story um and play music with my life more or less <laughs> um well yeah i mean i i, I didn't think uh, you know i didn't imagine any of those kind of things um when i first started um but, you know, my grandma was a music teacher and, uh, you know, there were some family members that I'd seen play music. So that was like an attainable uh, thing to do, to, you know, perform wasn't that out of bounds and crazy. Uh, you know, I saw it quite a bit. Um, so just uh, they and, and, you know, my family was pretty adamant on me um, taking lessons and like learning theory and stuff like that. So um, it was... Uh, you know, I had like tools at my disposal to like make it easier for myself. But yeah, that journey. Awesome. So what about like you, you've been, uh, you know, there's, there's different stories you can look up about you not to try to sound bad about the 21st century, but um, you've been in a lot of multi, multi bands, multi things. Um, you know what what came down to the kind of the trio that you have now like is it just is just was it formed organically or how did that come about yeah it was um i guess keeping you know originally it was to um keep every you know everything smaller just it was just it felt like four people versus three we could have fewer problems and be a little more nimble um, about setup and things like that. And it was going to challenge me as a guitar player to be able to fill all of those parts and those gaps and, and stuff. And it's a cha- and the challenge with the, the lineup that I have now that we really have gotten good at, um, you know, since we kind of came back after the pandemic. And um, so that's a part of it too, is just uh, the, the challenge of it, but also it's kind of started to define our sound and especially with the last record, um, the way that we approach the three piece stuff and the way we got, we've gotten good at like, um, feeding off each other. Well, yeah. And that's what I was going to say is that, um, watching, like watching certain videos that you have out there or listening to certain songs, um, especially like, like you said, like the newer ones with just the trio and stuff, um, like I think that that musically is something that you can hear, um, and I was gonna say, uh, as you said, like a big full band. You know, you have these big full bands with six, seven people sometimes, and you know they're they're more of a show. Whereas then when you get to what you guys have, I think you're right. Like you have to, 
you have to you're you're challenging the group but you're also like challenging the song too to make sure the song flows real good but you're challenging yourself like you said so i think you know really i mean and you you could answer to this more than i can but like um you're if if you're challenging yourself isn't that going to make you better i would i would say and and play play differently than than what most like things or people that do the same the same show all the time <laughs> yeah i mean uh yeah it it has made us better um you know it 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 uh it was an adjustment at first but um but we like I said, we've gotten to a real sweet spot of like rounding the whole thing out. Awesome, awesome. So, um, I was gonna say, um, what should like people expect from like just just your sound and the way your dynamic is, even if they, if if unlike me or you even have uh, have not already experienced it. Um. Well, you know, uh, our new record, Heavy Denim is available on uh spotify apple music you know you can order it from uh, our website too so we're gonna play a lot of songs off of that new album um and then stuff from the other albums so if you are a spotify listener and you're hearing this we're on spotify under nick ditmeyer and the sawdusters so we'll be playing stuff uh from that album or for those albums and then um really just uh you know it, that will be our live show um is it like a like a rock and roll band awesome awesome well um have you played like theater shows a lot before or i mean like like theater dynamics or like this is yeah uh, not on the regular but right. uh, i have from time to time you know they're always a nice treat always good for the uh the viewers to be in a, a nice room like that and everything too well yeah like the that like that's that's something that's like a, kind of a historical thing in Quincy. We have a few, we have a few theaters that are set up differently, and but this one is set up pretty well for for like like music and and music venue wise, and um, the the sound in those you just you just can't find anywhere else. I don't think, but I mean, it's like you said, it's kind of in that treat dynamic over the probably the you know just just regular gig dynamic but um one of the questions though i have for you though is um like uh, do you like to play in the like i mean you tour everywhere i've seen i've seen you play shows several cities several places do, you, do would you rather play those like um treat or intimate or like like smaller community places um than than the really big festivals and big shows like what, um, what is well, they, what they is all your have take their advantages in... you know yeah. they're all they all have you know obviously your goal is to try to get in front of as many people as possible so uh really the bigger thing we can be a part of the better but there's still a lot of value in those smaller shows and um you know they uh in, in value for the fans as well Gotcha, gotcha. And so, I mean, overall, um, I think that, you know, your your sound is unique, but, but one of the things we've been talking about is just, um, you know, challenges and, and uh, music inspirations and um, 
did the guitar always say, hey, like that was your go-to instrument and doing very technical things with it? I mean, is is that your, like, always been your forte to, to want to do a lot of tech? Because I've noticed, like, in several songs you do different kind of riffs. Yeah, there's more of, like, a ryth- rhythmic thing going through a lot of the songs, but then there's there's really kind of very unique like technical things that you guys you guys do or you you even do um so is that an instrument that was always something that like you you have have just been drawn to to do a lot of different technical like tricks with yeah um and it's it some it just kind of clicked with me pretty early um and then you know, I did a lot of teaching about like seven or eight years ago too, a lot of like private instruction. And that really helped me get into a regimen of practicing and, and working on things where I had t- a lot more time to practice. And uh, I still do practice quite a bit and try out things. Um, but uh, yeah, it wasn't, um, it, it came fairly easy. I'll, I'll admit that, you know. So like the the tech the technical side like just practicing and and learning things from not only like students but yourself um you know um like what what is something if you were like either teaching now or or trying to tell people about what is something that either you recently learned either about yourself with the guitar or like the guitar took you like on some journey and practicing like some just like what's what's something recently or over time um like technically like music wise that just you feel like it taught has taught you um well uh i do a lot of hybrid picking when i when i play too um so just being in the mode of uh, working on a few coordination kind of things with uh with all my fingers um, has gone a long way as far as uh, trying to land some different things um, while we're playing. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so, uh, since you're from Southern Indiana, Kentucky, um, gotta I gotta ask this question. I mean, have you been like on any of the like travel bourbon trails or anything like that? Or, oh no, or, or no, played, I was, uh, played on any of those? I'm allergic. Well, I don't drink, but when I did, I was allergic to bourbon. I couldn't have it. Oh, so. Wow. Uh, like I broke out in a rash. Oh. So no, they're very close to my house, but uh, I've actually never been to one of them. Oh wow. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're like a couple miles from my house. I've never, never been to them. So, so what would, what would we catch if we can't catch you at a, at a bourbon trail because you'll break out? Um, what would, what would we catch Nick Dittmeyer, uh, uh, doing elsewhere than besides music? Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty boring. Uh, I don't really get out that much and do stuff. Probably just at the house with my wife or whatever, go hiking or something, you know. But Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, that's beautiful country and overall, I mean, that's that's a I mean, good good living, good 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 area and good good place to write songs from. I mean, um I was going to say uh 
you know, do you do you go back and is there any legends that like like you just say, hey, I'm going to like learn from these guys, like listen to their songwriting technique. I mean, everybody would say like, oh, you know, Bob Dylan or or Eric Clapton or somebody like that. But um, what what is somebody? I don't know. I just feel like you might have somebody unique, like just because of your style and everything. Um, yeah, I've been down a big J.J. Uh, Kale rabbit hole, actually, um, going through like his whole discography. Nice. Um, so he's definitely one um, for me as an artist that uh, that I can end up done same with Dire Straits. Nice. Too. It's another one. Nice, and I think and I think that's like good to hear because I mean you know we have we have this like you were you mentioned Spotify it's like you know we have this digital world now where it's like I mean that's where I listen to music I listen to it on the go I mean I grew up you know myself like with music playing all the time but it was all those like original people that we know but like now there's so much that you could just you can just, you know, spin on a Spotify list or something like that. So, but I think it's good for people to hear, you know, different inspirations because you should always, I tell people this all the time, like I listen to all styles of music for that reason. And um, I think you should always like have, have that like going, like just the different a different um intake i guess i mean what would you say to that like i think like you know filling our tanks with different styles like sits with us and you know that's kind of like this new age we live in anyway yeah yeah absolutely um yeah i i agree with that i mean do you find yourself like um just just i mean like i have kids and and you know we have devices and there's something playing all the time which is a whole lot different than oh you know speakers in that my you know family would have to turn on the whole entire system and plug tracks in and put tapes in and all or or put or put records on are you a record listener because i i do records still but i know that's yeah a... yeah of course yeah absolutely now do you now do you think like what is your take on that like what is your take on vinyl i saw that you guys sell vinyl many musicians still do do you feel like it's something that's a like a unique art now or do you think that it's still a drive that that fans and people like just oh we're gonna we're gonna still have that vinyl like oh i I think it's important and i think um people want it um there's been a big comeback of it over the last 10 years or so and uh, it's definitely something that we want to be available um, for fans and, and uh, seems like a necessity in this day and age. Well, yeah, and I think that's true because even in our small community, we have a guy that runs like a small music place and um, half of his store is just like vinyl records and vinyl things. And then actually at the State Street Theater that you're playing at um, uh, March 4th, Saturday, is... Uh, he he does like nights nights of vinyl which i think is pretty cool um because you don't find that very many very many places where um like usually it's just you know maybe a dj or something but um this guy does a, a night of vinyl so um a couple more questions is just um what is to you um 
something that like like music tells a story you probably write it that way like what what is something to you that always like grabs you like like grabs you in life or something that you can like that that like if you know like you know i mean i don't want to tell all your secrets but um this is a podcast that dives deep into things and um good conversations and i just kind of um, want to say what is that thing that you say okay this is what's going to inspire me or you know so I've heard also some people just say well I look at my dog and I write a song but you know oh, okay uh, <laughs> but well but like, I mean what keeps me on the road and, and, and putting records out and trying to do this is I, I do like seeing new stuff all the time um, and, and things about the world that I hadn't seen before or thought about you know or didn't, didn't even know that I had missed out on um, so that that's one thing that that keeps me going. Um, and then I mean, it's just sometimes you just I mean, songs just kind of generate in your head, and um, you you just need to put them down some way. Well, yeah, and I think what you what you honed in on is just um, music. Music kind of makes us grateful. I mean, like I mean, like you like we came out of like you were taught. You had mentioned the COVID thing, and it was a different. It was a different dynamic to to come out of that and say, okay, is, uh, you know, is people gonna first want to enjoy being in a, you know, tight crowd and listen to music in a live live way again, which it's came back tremendously. But um, you know, it's kind of like I, I'm with you on that. Like, you know, you drive down the road or you hang out with folks and. It's kind of like what what are we grateful anymore that we we uh you know might might miss in life or 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 that sort of thing I mean you know I mean I'll I'll just make a mention of this on this on this episode because you're going to be playing the show and stuff I didn't realize you know things just life things happen and what we are grateful for but like you know one of our crew members passed away uh, from a from a just sudden motorcycle accident, he was actually leaving another entertainment event that he was working on, and it was that nice day the other day, and um, pretty much left, and that was it. And it's like you know, but but like we can be grateful for things, and like this guy had heart and soul, and he like took things in, and he lived life, and like you were saying, it's like. Um, the ones that are, of us that are here, like we should just like take that take that stuff in and produce produce things to to kind of just bring people together, like because mm-hmm. yeah, because do you like the title of this is we know how how it feels. I mean, you know, instead of we don't know how it feels, um, and and I and we change that up a little bit because I mean, anymore I feel like. You know, we should all be like grateful of of how each other feels, and and do you believe that anymore? Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. So, so my I do. yeah, and yeah. I was gonna say like one of my last things that I want to talk to you about is just um, like over overall how how do you feel? I mean, like you're a performer, you're a songwriter, singer, you know. And all that, but how do you feel like like when when you're just listening to music, like taking taking? Oh it yeah, in? I mean, I've never gotten tired of uh, of listening to music. Um, and and my I had a guitar player in my band at one point. We kind of had a talk about this before about like no matter what it what happened within music business or to us as our 
aspirations. Um, we didn't want to blame, you know, music for that or to that to um, compromise our, our the fact that we still loved music. And I think that's really important that things that I want to do or things I want to try to do, they might not work out, but, but there's a reason we got into this art form. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So I well, feel and that's, like and I, that's I, truly and that's truly like what it is. Ever I, I think music is an I think music is an art, um, but it also has to be like you said, like appreciated. Like you can't get like you can't get ever tired of listening to it, right? Yeah. And. But uh, all right, man. Well, um, and and just a reminder about that show on Saturday. Uh, was it Doors at Five? Yep, Doors at Five. It is at the State Street Theater, March fourth, this Saturday. Um, so yeah, come on out. It's just ten dollars for the evening. Um, I mean, if you want to mingle and jingle with the bands earlier in the day, there's a VIP table reservation. Uh, ticket for 25 bucks but yeah just for the evening uh show experience 10 10 bucks can't beat that um doors open at five and you guys i think get going fairly soon thereafter that right yep that's right so yeah nick dittenmeyer and the sawdusters um 5 30 to uh you know, a little after seven or seven or something like that. And then uh, Tom Petty celebration experience for the rest of the evening. But um, thanks for coming on here, Nick, uh, with us. And um, guys, check him out. Check the Sawdusters out. Um, well, Nick, why don't you close us out and just, I appreciate you being on here. Why don't you tell people where to find you at? Yeah, um, we're uh, on Facebook and Instagram, Spotify, YouTube under Nick Dittmeyer and the Sawdusters. We're on Apple Music. Um, or if you look at the event page uh, for the show, um, I tagged a video in there as well. And look, I just want to tell people, look, if you can't find them then, okay, why not just get a plane ticket, get a boat ticket, and travel all the way to a show in Europe I mean, why not, right? Where are you going? Where are you going first on that tour, by the way? Uh, we'll be in the uh, Netherlands, I think. Nice, nice. All right. Well, thanks for coming on here, and appreciate you. And uh, we'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks, man. See you this weekend. Dad drinks like he's paid to. Mama's in and earn. Brother said he ain't getting out soon. You know he got to wait his turn. Hey, hey, you never know. They could call him any day. Thanks for tuning in today on the Maverick Mesmer Management LLC Music Media Podcast down at Iron Horse Studios in Quincy, Illinois. Stay tuned for more epic, excellent episodes.